Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here virtually with our guest scorekeeper, Mason Cook. So, Mason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back as guest scorekeeper. Truly an honor. Well, thank you for being here once again. And now we are back to our regular non-tournament episodes here in the month of July. And so we're very, very happy to have two new contestants with us. And so just like our normal episodes, we'll have four rounds of various questions. Oh, that's not what I was supposed to say. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to introduce the contestants. So first we have Camille. Hi, everyone. I'm Camille. Um, I am about to go to grad school in the fall to study speech language pathology and become a speech therapist. Very good. Well, thank you, Camille. And we also have Miranda. Hey, everybody. I'm Miranda, and I'm Camille's friend, and I'm so proud of her for going to grad school. Well, thank you both for being here today. Uh, Just like our regular shows, we'll have four rounds of questions, each with a slightly different format. And so, without further ado, Mason will explain the rules for round one. All right, round one, it's our first general knowledge round consisting of five multiple choice questions for each player. Correct answers are worth 10 points each. All righty, Camille, you are up first. Are you ready? I am. Okie dokie, question one. The Hoover Dam is located on the Colorado River on the border between Arizona and what other state? A, Utah, B, Nevada, or C, California? I'm going to go... I'm pretty sure that Nevada borders it, so that's what I'm going to go with, B, Nevada. That's correct. It is located near Boulder City, Nevada, uh, which was founded to house the construction workers for the dam. The dam is about a 35-mile drive from the Las Vegas Strip. Hmm. Question two. Iabophobia, A-I-B-O-H-P-H-O-B-I-A, is the irrational fear of what? A, palindromes. B, albinos, or C, boas? Iabophobia. That sounds like it could be the same backwards and forwards, which is what a palindrome is, so I'm going to go with palindrome. (laughs) That's correct. The word itself is a palindrome. Question three. 2011 saw the premiere of part two of the final film in what franchise? A, Harry Potter, B, The Hunger Games, or C, Twilight? Okay, so I remember going to see the final film of Harry Potter and Twilight when I was in high school, which would have been 2011, I'm pretty sure. But I think Harry Potter ended before Twilight, so I'm going to go with Twilight or Harry Potter. That's correct. It is Harry Potter, um, The Deathly Hallows Part 2. The Hunger Games franchise did not begin until 2012, and Breaking Dawn Part 2 uh, for Twilight, for the Twilight series was released in 2012. Question four. What economist, the creator of his namesake school of thought, was made a peer of the House of Lords in 1942? A. Milton Friedman, B. Adam Smith, or C. John Maynard Keynes? Mm. I'm going to go with Adam Smith. (laughs) No, it was actually Keynes. Um, Adam Smith, I believe, was an 18th century economist, um, and Milton Friedman was American, but it was Keynes. uh, And Keynesian economic policies have enjoyed a resurgence in recent years following the Great Recession. And finally, question five. How many faces are there on a standard soccer ball? A, 28, B, 32, or C, 
36. Ooh, I didn't know a soccer ball had that many sides. <laughs> um, I like 36. I'm going to go with 36. It was actually 32. It has oh. 20 white hexagons and 12 black pentagons. Oh. Yeah. Would never have known that. Alrighty, Miranda, are you ready for your five questions? I'm ready. I'm feeling um, a little bit intimidated after I heard Camille. So I'm hoping <laughs> mine are um, maybe easier or you guys kind of knew coming in that Camille was better at trivia than me. So we'll see. Well, I guess we'll find out. Question one. In 1981, who became the first woman confirmed to the United States Supreme Court? A. Sandra Day O'Connor. B. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Or C. Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, let's go B, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Am I right? I feel like I should know this. So, um... Well, it's not her. It was actually Sandra Day O'Connor. Uh, she was appointed by Ronald Reagan. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed, I believe, in 1993, 94, something like that, by Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. Question two. <laughs> the island of Java is home to the Selangan, the first version of what animal-shaped object commonly given to children? A, the piggy bank, B, the lucky cat, or C, the teddy bear? It's got to be the piggy bank, right? That's correct. The word selangan literally translates as likeness of a wild boar from Javanese. Hmm. Question three. Luciano Pavarotti, Placido Domingo, and Jose Carreras toured together as what singing group? A, the Beatles. A, the Three Amigos, B, the Three Musketeers, or C, th the Three Tenors? Well, okay. I saw the first two in concert, so I'm thinking <laughs> it's the C, the Three Tenors. That's correct. Okay. Um, all three of the tenors uh, have, have or have had an incredible um, international opera career, and they were among the best-known classical musicians in the world when they teamed up. Um, Carreras and Domingo still sing. Pavarotti died in 2007. Question four. Pawn shops and secondhand shops, while very similar, are not the same due to what additional service that the pawn shop offers that secondhands do not? A. Loans. B. Refunds. Or C. Market pricing. Um, let's go A. Loans. That's correct. To pawn something is to like loan it to the shop. I learned that from Uncut Gems. Oh, I think I learned that from Pawn Stars. Oh. Way back when. And finally, question five. According to mathematics, what is the maximum number of colors ever needed to fill in any map without two adjacent areas being of the same color? A, four, B, five, or C, six? Okay, according to mathematics, um, well, I feel like this isn't fair because I failed geometry in high school, but... I guess I'll just take a wild guess and I'll say B. No, it's actually A, four. Despite being known within math circles for years, the four-color theorem wouldn't be successfully proven until 1976. Alrighty, well, that's the end of round one. So, Mason, can you please give us a score update? With pleasure. Um, after one <laughs> round, both Camille and Miranda have 30 points apiece. So it's still very much anybody's game. It's time for our weekly audience question, and if you'll recall, last week's question was... In 1983, what famous rock band was banned 
from performing at the July 4th celebration by Interior Secretary James Watt because they, quote, attracted the wrong element. And the answer was the Beach Boys. Not surprisingly, the White House was immediately overwhelmed with complaints, and Vice President George H.W. Bush called them his friends. First Lady Nancy Reagan apologized on behalf of the White House, and they came and actually played a special performance at the White House that June. Alrighty, and now for this week's question. This question comes from our good friend Sophie Wolbert. What is a group of jellyfish called? What is a group of jellyfish called? So put your thinking caps on, send me your answers, and I'll announce the correct answer next week. Alrighty, now it is time for round two. So Mason, can you please explain the rules? Of course. So for round two, it will consist of five questions directed to each player on the same topic. Correct answers are worth 20 points. If a player gets a question wrong, their opponent will have the chance to give the correct answer for 10 points. Okie dokie. Camille, you are up first. Your topic is Ringo Starr because he was born on July 7th, 1940. And so these questions are going to be Ringo Starr questions, but also related to the Beatles. Okay. So are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay. Question one. Ringo Starr played what instrument for the Beatles? Ooh. Okay. This is going to be embarrassing when I get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was their drummer. That's correct. Okay. Question two. The Beatles formed in what English city located on the River Mersey? The River Mersey. I've actually never heard of that river. Um, I'm pretty sure London is on the River Thames, so it's not London. But unfortunately, I don't know any other <laughs> English cities, <laughs> so I'm going to guess London. <laughs> oh, that's not correct. Miranda? Oh, gosh. Um, I Is it Abbey Road? Uh, no. Abbey Road is okay. a road in, I believe, in London. Um, oh, so Camille but... was right. <laughs> No. Uh, so the, the answer is Liverpool. Oh. And the city's airport is now named for John Lennon. Question three. The band's classic lineup consisted of Starr, Lennon, Paul McCartney, and what fourth member who passed away in 2001? That would be George Harrison. Correct. Yes. Yes. Question four. Ringo is perhaps most closely associated with what 1966 Beatles song, the title track of the album, which peaked at number two. Here Comes the Sun? No. Miranda? Okay, the, see, the problem is to answer this, I need to know a Beatles song. <laughs> so, oh, I'm, I'm struggling with that part of this question. Um, so I'm going to go again and, and kind of do a wild guess and say Abbey Road. <laughs> no, uh, this is Yellow Submarine. He sings the lead on that one. Um, and it also inspired an animated film of the same name. I have seen that, actually. Yeah, I believe I believe actually Here Comes the Sun peaked at number one, believe it or not, I think. Oh. So you, you weren't far off chart-wise. Question five. One of the only two Beatles songs Ringo wrote, uh, wrote solo was what song from Abbey Road? You might need that Yellow Submarine to visit it. Ooh, okay. That sounds like a good hint. It is a good hint. Very good hint. I'm just telling you, it's a good hint. So probably something to do with the sea or under the water. Under the sea is definitely a Little Mermaid song and not a Beatles <laughs> song. 
guess? Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with the pass and <laughs> pass it okay. to Miranda. Miranda. Okay, this is a wild guess, but Atlantis. No, <sighs> the answer is Octopus's Garden. Uh, oh, I would not have guessed that ever. Octopus's Garden. I was so proud of myself for the for that yellow submarine reference. But need the yellow that, submarine to get back down to the. That, that was good question garden. writing. I will give you that. that Thank was you. Very Thank good. you. I was very proud of that one. Mm -hmm. um, his other song that he wrote solo was "Don't Pass Me By," which no one's ever heard of. Alrighty. Miranda, um, in order to, to keep it even, you're going to get questions about George Harrison. Oh, gosh. And okay. oh, that, that is not fair because Ringo Starr is way more famous than George Harrison, I think. Uh, I think it's about even. Uh, about even? Okay. Say, it's about even. Uh, All right. Well, which one was in front in the picture on Abbey Road? I feel like. Uh, I believe that. Mason, can you look that up and tell us? It, it, I believe second. off the top of my head, I think the order was. John was at the was, back. I believe. Right? I believe it went John, Paul, George, Ringo in the photo, I think. Oh, okay. Can, can Maybe you, I'm wrong. Why, why, don't, why don't you look that up and I'll ask a few questions and then, we'll, and then we'll come up with the right answer. I'm hoping one of the questions is about the order they were standing in on Abbey Road. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, so it's not. Question one. Harrison primarily played what instrument for the Beatles? Is it bass? No. Camille? Um, okay. He didn't play the Bass. Oh. oh, I think he played the non-bass guitar, so just the regular <laughs> guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, Paul McCartney was primarily the bass player. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Question two. Growing up, Harrison rode the bus to school with what other Beatle? Um, I'm going to say Ringo. No, he was actually the last to meet um, the other Beatles. Um, they picked oh. him up later. Camille. See, in my head, I was like, whenever their other guy left, George must have been like, oh, I know this guy I used to ride the bus with. We can bring him into the band. That was my reasoning. No, it was actually the guy he rode the bus with who was like, oh, should bring my friend George. Oh. Here. But who was that hmm. guy, Camille? I'm going to guess it was Paul McCartney. It was Paul McCartney. And Paul referred to George as his baby brother. Oh. Yeah. Question three. One of Harrison's contributions to Abbey Road was what song with a highly recognizable acoustic intro, which is the most streamed Beatles song on Spotify? Let it be? No, no, no. We, no. <laughs> Camille? Okay, I think Let It Be is very famous. So I'm going to guess the other one that I think is famous, which is Hey Jude. No, we've, <laughs> we've talked about it. It's Here Comes the Sun. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think, yeah, Hey Jude and Let It Be both do not have um, acoustic intros, and neither of them are on the Abbey Road album. That makes and sense. In fact, I believe both of those have intros those on the piano, whereas yes. Here Comes the Sun has an intro that is on the guitar. Yes. See, if you guys had made this um, about One Direction, I would be doing a lot better. <laughs> She would be. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that as much as you don't know about the Beatles, I know less about One Direction. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but Here Comes the Sun has been streamed over 655 million times on Spotify. Wow. Not one of those was by me. So I don't know <laughs> well, who you was know, I guess that. that's something for you to do after, after the yeah, show. Yeah. Question four. In 1971, Harrison played a pair of benefit concerts for what Asian nation 
which was attempting to gain independence from Pakistan. Oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, that, that is you. That it's is my you. question. I was watching Camille. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking there's no way Camille knows this, but okay, that's flipped back around to me. There's no way that I know this. Um, could you repeat the question, please? In 1971, Harrison played a pair of benefit concerts for what Asian nation, which was attempting to gain independence from Pakistan? Oh, gosh. India. No. Camille. That was going to be my guess, because that's the only bordering nation I know with Pakistan. <laughs> um, ooh, Pakistan. Gaining independence. No. They're gaining... Independence from Pakistan. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> no matter what I say, it's going to be wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, Tibet. I'm pretty sure that is a country. <laughs> mm. No, it's that's no. part of China. No, it okay. That that was that was fascinating to watch. Um, <laughs> ironically, it's not even something that borders Pakistan, so you're yeah. wrong on that count yep. too. Yeah, um, it's it's actually Bangladesh. Oh, okay. Yeah, which at the time oh, was, I was called. That. Yeah, right, right on the tip of your tongue. It was actually um, referred to as East Pakistan at the time. Um, but uh, Harrison played the concerts to raise awareness of the refugee crisis stemming from that war. And finally, question five. An admirer of Indian culture, Harrison embraced the traditions of what religion? Oh, gosh. See, this is not really fair because I have, um, I have ADHD, so I just feel like I should get extra free points. You need um, a handicap. <laughs> a handicap, yeah. Uh, because I know this, but the word is not coming to my head. So I'll just say Buddhism, but I don't think that's right. No. Camille? Um, okay, the other two that I know are Hinduism and Jainism. I'm going to go with Hinduism. It's Hinduism. He traveled to India and learned, uh, learned to play the sitar in 1966, and he embraced the Hare Krishna mantra. Well, that's the end of round two. So, uh, Mason, can you please give us a score update? <laughs> All right, so before the score update, I'd like to update real quick on oh. uh, earlier... Yes, so please. the order that they are in, in the Abbey Road photo, are first you have John Lennon. Wait, are you going right to left? Wait, are you going right to left or left, left to right? We are going left to right. It goes John, Ringo, Paul, George. Okay. So they just kind of stuck George in there the last minute? So George was the line. He was, the, he was leading the line. So John, John is leaning the leading the line. Ringo oh, is right behind him. And then Paul's right behind him. And George is right at the back of the line. I see, I see. Okay. And notably, also, fun fact about that, uh, McCartney is barefoot and out of step with the other Beatles. I heard something about the conspiracy about him being dead, and that's, he's supposed to resemble a corpse or something, because he's That's barefoot. what people say about me all the time. <laughs> well, now it's time for round three, so... Well, we haven't given the score update, Matthew. Oh, that my was... goodness. Uh, sorry, I'm getting, getting lost. What's the score update, Mason? So the score update, um, in that round, Camille got 70 points and Miranda got zero. <laughs> um, and so the current score is Camille, 100. Miranda, 30. All right, it's, now it's time for round three. So Mason, can you please uh, tell us the rules? Of course. So round three, this is 
our second general knowledge round. It will consist of five questions for each player, and correct answers are now worth 30 points. Like round two, if a player gets a question wrong, the opponent will have a chance to get the correct answer for 15 points. Alrighty, Camille, are you ready for your five questions? I'm feeling a little better now, so I think I'm ready. Yeah, you got a little breathing room, so. Okay, question one. Of the six interstate highways in Virginia, which one runs for the longest length in the state? Okay, I'm, I know 95 is pretty long, um, and that's an interstate, and then 81 is also pretty long. But I think 95 goes all the way up from D.C. down to and through North Carolina, through Richmond and everything. So I'm going to say 95. No. Miranda? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm doing quick maths in my head. I'm using a mathematical equation that I never thought I would use. A squared plus B squared is less than or equal to C squared. So I'm going to say 81 is the longest because it goes... On the, it's like a triangle, right? It's on the diagonal. That, yeah. That is, well, I, I, I don't know about your, I mean, you, you got the right answer. Um, it so is, it worked. It, so the, equa the equation worked. That's yeah, yeah, it worked. Know. It worked. Um, Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say on that regard. Um, but I-81 runs for 325 miles in Virginia from the West Virginia border to the Tennessee border. Question two. On July 7th, 1865, Lewis Powell, David Harold, George Atzerott, and Mary Surratt were executed for their role in the conspiracy to assassinate whom? 1865? I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that was the end of the Civil War, but I'm not sure if it was after Lincoln had died or not. I'm going to go with Abraham Lincoln. That's correct. John Wilkes Booth, who of course killed Abraham Lincoln, was killed in a gunfight on April 26th, 11 days after Lincoln died. Powell and Harold were assigned to kill the Secretary of State, William Seward, and George Atzerott was assigned to kill Vice President Andrew Johnson. Both of those plots failed. Seward was uh, injured but survived, and then Atzerott never even got close to Andrew Johnson. Surratt owned a boarding house on H Street in D.C., which was used as the meeting site for the conspirators, and it's still standing today in Chinatown. Um, and she also owned a boarding house in Surrattsville, Maryland, which was frequent, frequented by Confederate agents as well as the conspirators. Question three. Yo-Yo Ma has had an international career playing what instrument? Yo-Yo Ma plays the cello. That's correct. He has recorded more than 90 albums and won 18 Grammy Awards. Question four. On July 7th, 1456, what saint was declared innocent of her crimes despite having been executed 25 years earlier? Um, you said 1400s? Yep, 1456. That sounds like it could be around the period of Joan of Arc, so that's who I'm going to guess. Joan that's correct. That's correct. And finally, question five. Erethism, or Mad Hatter disease, is a set of extreme behavioral changes brought about by prolonged exposure to what element, the only metal that is a liquid at room temperature? I'm pretty sure that's mercury because it, it's balled up. It's little, uh, it's liquid. Yep. <laughs> yep, no, that's correct. That is correct. Alrighty, Miranda, are you ready for your five questions? I am, I am so ready. While Camille was doing hers, I was studying. 
up on some stuff. So I'm hoping some of it <laughs> happens to be relevant to my questions. All righty. Question one. What is the longest running north-south interstate highway? Okay, going okay, good, because I already know the equation for this. <laughs> um let me see. Is it ninety-five? It is I-95. It runs for 1,919 miles from Miami to the Canadian border in Holton, Maine. Question two. A carillon is an instrument constructed from at least 23 of what smaller percussion instruments that lends its name to a common curve? Um, an organ? No. Camille? It's a percussion instrument. Yep. Um, common curve. That's interesting. A common curve. I can't think of a name of it's, a curve. It's a good hint, actually. Much much like my yellow submarine octopus's garden hint. <laughs> I'm thinking of like U-turn or like... <laughs> hmm. um, I'm going to go with symbol. No. <sighs> Mason wrote the question. Yeah. And and the hint. Um, I it, apologize. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm a percussionist, so uh, part of yeah. me inside yeah. just... Just died the, a little. The answer is bells. Any oh. bell curve? Oh, yes. I do know what a bell curve is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if there are less than 23 bells, it's called a chime. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Our percussion expert, Mason Cook. All right, Miranda, question three. On July 7th, 1876, Otterville, Missouri was the site of a train robbery by a gang led by what pair of outlaw brothers? And until you said brothers, I was going to be like Bonnie and Clyde, easy. <laughs> um, no, I don't think they were alive yet, actually. The McPoyle. No, Camille. <laughs> um, outlaw brothers, train robbers. Sounds like us, Camille. Sounds like me and Miranda. <laughs> um, you know, I just have no idea with this one. I'm going to okay. pass. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was Frank and Jesse James. Oh. Are you kidding? I was going to say Jesse James. I didn't know he had a brother. What was Frank James doing? He's never in the news. Uh, well, he, he, was, he was robbing trains with his brother. Uh, I wonder well, why Jesse, Jesse is more famous. Well, Jesse's generally more famous because he was kind of the leader of, of mm -hmm. the James gang. He was kind of the leader in the face of it. Because it was him, his brother, and then like there were a few other people. Yeah. And actually, it was the few other people that caused the gang to get caught because they were not family, and you know, eventually they ratted out where they were, and that was the. And Jesse James very famously died in like a, a whole braid, and whereas Frank just went to prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense now. Thank you. Yeah. the The James Younger gang robbed the Missouri Pacific Railroad at the Rocky Cut near Otterville. And it was shortly before their disastrous bank robbery in Northfield, Minnesota, which led to the gang's downfall. Question four. The Spy Who Loved Me, which premiered in 1977, starring Roger Moore, is the 10th film in what franchise? 10th film? Jeez. Um, let me see. What films went on for way too long? Uh, James Bond. He was a spy. Is that your answer? Is that... Are you saying it shouldn't be? <laughs> I, I'm not passing judgment. I'm, I, yeah, we, we were just the, asking. The spy who loved me was James. I mean, I kind of thought maybe James Bond wasn't capable of love. I don't know. Um, 
but maybe Mason, you should... Mason looks as if I've got the question wrong. I'm just going to say that. Okay, well, you should not. You should yeah, not pay, you attention, pay to attention to me. I'm... Don't don't worry about what he's doing, Mason. Don't okay. don't worry about what Mason's doing. Okay, all right. I think you should probably give me an answer. All right, I'm going to say James Bond. That's correct. I knew it. I yes. knew it. Uh, there was an eleventh film, actually, Casino Royale. Um, in 1966 or 67, which was not done by Eon Productions, which does the rest of the films. And now oh. there are like 25 of them or something like that. I saw the remake of Casino Royale starring <clears throat> Mads Mikkelsen, who, Mads, if you're listening to this, um, I know you probably love this podcast. You did a great job in that movie. Yeah, we get all the celebrities listening. Mm -hmm. our, our numbers in Hollywood are off the charts. That's what I've heard, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, speaking of people who started Casino, shout outs to Daniel Craig. I'm sure you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah, Daniel mm -hmm. Craig, if you'd like to be on the podcast as a contestant, we'd love to have you. Mm -hmm. Anyway, question five. In standard baseball box score notation, the number two represents what fielding position? The only defensive player that wears additional protective gear on the field. Oh, um... It's interesting that they would call a baseball player a defensive player. Like, <laughs> but well, you, you uh, play offense when you swing the bat, and you play defense when you're out in the field. Um, it's a catcher, right? That's correct. It is the catcher. All righty. Well, that is the end of round three. So, Mason, can you please give us a score update? Well, in round three, Camille got at uh, 120 points, and Miranda got 105 points which brings our totals up to uh, Camille having 220 points and Miranda having 135 points. So, so close. Yeah, it's anyone's game. Yeah, that was a really good round for everybody. Now it's time for round four. Mason, can you please tell us the rules? Of course. Uh, round four, it's our showdown. Two players will be asked to write down their answers for the same three questions. Correct answers for this one are worth 40 points. Okie dokie. Camille, Miranda, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question one. The only royal palace on U.S. soil is located in which state? Do we have an answer? Camille? Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's one of the older states. So a northeastern state, they they have some like old architecture kind of stuff. So I'm going to guess Massachusetts. Miranda? I said Hawaii. It is Hawaii. <gasps> Iolani Palace is the former residence of the monarch of Hawaii. Um, that was from 1883 until the monarchy was overthrown in 1893. Question two. What is the only state capital city built on an isthmus okay i'm okay. gonna say florida what's the capital city though oh i had to name the city yes okay uh never mind not florida because i don't know the city <laughs> camille it's where i'm moving oh okay tallahassee florida oh wait never mind guys that is not fair <laughs> she's oh. trying to she's trying to <laughs> throw me off okay um okay, I don't know i'm gonna there. say seattle washington okay miranda okay honolulu hawaii <laughs> um well you're both wrong um the answer is madison wisconsin oh it's located between lake mendota and lake monona 
Seattle is the only other major U.S. city built on an isthmus, but it is not the capital of Washington. Oh, Olympia, Olympia yeah. is the capital of Washington. I can't believe I forgot that. I actually lived in Washington for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> question three, final question. Due to their fame at the National Zoo, the old Washington, D.C. Metro paper fare cards often featured what animal? If I say the same thing as Camille, does that still count? Yes. Yeah, you, you would just both get points. Okay. okay. Wait, now I don't want to be the first person to answer them. That's a total oh, disadvantage. Okay. Well, Camille, go ahead. Oh, okay. I. What was the first part of the question again? Due to their fame at the National Zoo. Okay. The, the old Washington, D.C. Metro paper fare cards often featured what animal? Their fame at the... Oh, panda. Miranda. Okay, just to prove I'm not copying Camille, I'm going to show that I wrote down panda. Okay, <laughs> that's correct. Yes, the giant panda. According to the National Zoo's website, at a dinner in Beijing in February 1972, First Lady Patricia Nixon mentioned her fondness for giant pandas to Chinese Premier Zhao Enlai. Eager for better relations with the U.S., Zhao knew just what to say. I'll give you some. And on April 16, 1972, President and Mrs. Nixon formally welcomed giant pandas Ling Ling, a female, and Sing Sing, a male, to Smithsonian's National Zoo. And I remember it was huge news here when the first mm -hmm. uh, surviving pan cub, panda cub, Taishan, was born in 2005. And he left for the Wolong Nature Reserve in China in 2010. Well, that's the end of the game. So, Mason, can you please give us the final score? Of course. So, um, in round four... Miranda got 80 points, whereas Camille got 40 points, which brings us to a grand total of Camille with 260 and Miranda with 215, and thus Camille won the game. Wow. That was a really wow, good, good job. That was closer at the end. Yeah. Well, Camille, congratulations. You've won. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to say? Um, I'd like to thank you for having me as a guest on your show. It's been a really fun time. Um, Miranda, you were a good competitor, and uh, it was fun. Thank you. Well, thank you both for being on the show this week, and thank you, Mason Cook, for being our guest scorekeeper and also contributing some questions and also composing the music. And thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. And check out our Facebook and Instagram pages at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show or if you would like to submit some questions. And tune in next week when we'll have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye.